Good morning, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. Bosch can't be all bad. No show is, though. This show comes the closest. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my awesome detective husband, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? I feel as though I have passed through a singularity hmm. where time traveled both quickly and slowly and slowly <laughs> at the same time. It was a odd experience yeah. watching Bosch. Bosch. Sounds like you're throwing up. We've all got over like the floor. Bosch legacy to do, though. Bosch legacy. There's more Bosch to be had. There's more Bosch. So much Bosch. <laughs> so much Bosch. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Uh, fine. That's great. How are you doing? Fantastic. Excellent. Well, have we watched anything this year? We watched the season finale of Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Yay. Without spoiling who won. Our favorite one. I mean, I love them all. Let me be perfectly clear. I love every single contestant on that show. Every time. Every time. They're amazing people, and I love them. But there's always one that I secretly root a little bit harder for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that one won. And that person won. You know, and there, uh, I was telling you earlier, there's a rage bait article going out from Variety right now that's saying that to improve uh, GBBO. GBBO, they need to have a villain on the show. Don't make it American. Don't make it The reason it why we watch GBBO is because it's comforting. Exactly. It's so warm. It's so friendly. It's so inviting. It's healthy. It's healthy. These are good People. They don't compete they're not for money. Up, yeah, they're not up their ass about themselves. Like, you watch any American show, and every single contestant is an asshole. Yeah, and it, and it is always about money. It's like that yeah. Squid Game show that they now, like the movie that was anti-capitalism. They're making money on a, a capitalist version Yeah, of they're this. like, hey, yeah. we should do this, but like for reals. The thing about GBBO was it was never about money, so... The contestants, like, would help each other, yeah. and, like, it didn't matter, and they were always rooting for each other because yeah. there was no... You get a baking plate. You get a baking plate, <laughs> and there's some bragging rights, yeah. but really, if you're just on the show, that's, like, a cool accomplishment in yeah. itself, so so I think it really misses the point, and someone else uh, brought up a point, because, like, again, it's a rage bait article yeah. where clearly... They just want to get people to argue. They want clicks, and they want yeah. all that, but one person was saying, like, it already has a villain... And that's time and yeah. uh, equipment malfunction and yeah. all that. Like, all that, that's the villain. It's mm-hmm. not a physical villain. It's like just like competing against yeah. the elements, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, the heat for when it comes to like mm-hmm. sugar work and chocolate yeah. work. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Expedition Unknown has returned. Yay. Which is always nice. The first two episodes I <laughs> are uh, were about um, Truck Island. Ch- Chuck Island uh, or Chuuk Island. Well, it's pronounced Chuuk, but uh, oh, right. we mispronounced it back in World War II, so it's been Truck Island ever since. Yeah, we just do that now. <laughs> you know, I, I like natives or Indians. You know. I will never <laughs> understand. I know we've been ex- we've been learned on Nippon in, yeah. in Japan, but like even stuff like Lisbon, yeah. Lisbon is Lisboa, 
in yeah. Portuguese. Why don't we just call it Lisboa? Like, uh, I don't uh, understand why we have to be like, no, you live in Lisbon. <laughs> <laughs> because we're assholes. Uh, we're Americans. We get things wrong all the time. And then we're like, no, now you have to say it wrong for life. <laughs> you have to say it wrong. <laughs> um, anyway, well, what I like about Expedition Unknown is I really wasn't like... I'm not really into World War II. I'm not old enough yet, guys. Give me a few more years. <laughs> yeah, when... you have to be a certain age to be a World War II, like, what are, what are they called? Hobbyists? Yeah, when I turn, like, when I get into, like, my, like, late 40s, 50s. Twilight years. My, tw- my, twilight, <laughs> my twilight years of the late 40s. But, like. <laughs> Let's um, hope not. But, like, uh, when I get a little bit older, maybe, then, like, one birthday I'm going to be like. Can I get some, like, books on tanks? I want to learn more about these Avengers. <laughs> I want to learn more. The airplane, not the yeah, mutants not, or not, whatever. Not, not the superhero no, team. But the actual airplanes. Um, but Josh Gates always makes it interesting to me. Well, Project Recover to me is a really, really cool group. Yeah. Uh, you guys can visit them at projectrecover.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out. Um, they probably take donations. Probably. They find um, missing in action soldiers. Yeah. Those who are executed um, mm-hmm. or planes that were shot down or yeah. uh, stuff like that. And then, you know, gives, Return gives them the family closure. Closure, yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what isn't a beautiful thing? <laughs> child abuse? It's child abuse. <laughs> we finished watching Flash and I go, so... How do we make fun of child abuse? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a show. Let's uh, let's put the warnings out there. Trigger warnings. You got suicides. You've got child abuse, and this isn't. This doesn't have any levity to it, like Reacher did. No. This is just full on straight. Like sucks. Yeah. I mean, the show's great. Right. But like, um, they they the marginalized uh, people are there, and yeah. they're victimized, and, and there's um, no there's no. Humor, really. Well, the only humor is old people jokes that like go way over my head. Uh, they're jokes like they're jokes like they're like they would be making fun of New Jersey or lawyers <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they made fun of lawyers. Yeah, it's like for old people. It's for old people. It's old people <laughs> jokes. Uh, so it's it doesn't really bring levity. Yeah, it's for people who have salt and pepper chest hair. Yeah, like <laughs> they like that humor. Yeah, I mean personally, I like the show. Okay. Because I, I like those kinds of crime procedurals. Ooh, I'm curious about that. I wasn't sure how you'd feel about it. So. I, I like them. Okay. Uh, but it's not something I watch all the time because I really don't want to be... There. There. Exactly. Yeah. I, I prefer my crime procedurals with, you know, jokes. A little bit of humor. Yeah, a little bit of humor. You you got you to gotta bring in the humor because there's so much heaviness going on. Right. You know, if you have a soul <laughs> and, and you don't find this... Disturbing. Disturbing. Um, well, it's kind of like know. what I was saying about the Devil's Hour the other week, mm-hmm. where that person was like, "I like to binge it." It's like you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I like this show, but I mean, you're crazy if yeah. you want to be like, "I just want to sit in this world for like eight hours straight." You're right. you're weird. I mean, I'm not saying there's not stuff to make fun of in this show. It's it's your basic crime procedural mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like NYPD blue or mm-hmm. law and order yeah it's more in that it's kind more of vein. in that kind of vein mm-hmm. uh, which you know I don't really watch no uh but I didn't I didn't mind Bosch oh really interesting I thought well you know I kind of like the fact that he's avenging all prostitutes well that's cool that made me happy because I well, feel like so many people don't care if a prostitute gets raped or murdered or well I do feel like Bosch doesn't become, I guess we're just talking about this now, yeah. but like 
Bosch doesn't become interesting to me mm-hmm. until the last 10 minutes of the Yeah, show. that's when he becomes interesting to me as well. Up until that point, I really mm-hmm. had no interest in him whatsoever. Yeah. And what, Well, that's what changed my opinion on it, too. What, what the show did, which was kind of interesting, I guess we should give kind of an idea what the show is about. Out. Crime procedural. I think you've said cr- that like for 10 Well, times I mean, the, the specific plot of the show oh, is right. two years ago, he was trailing a guy suspected of being a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And in, in tailing this guy, he shot this man who may or may not have been armed. Yeah. There was definitely a gun by this man. Yeah. Right. But there's no DNA evidence, no forensic mm-hmm. evidence to tie the man he killed. To the weapon. Yeah. So it looks like he may have killed an unarmed man. Mm-hmm. This is two years later. He's being sued mm-hmm. uh, by, I guess, the family of the man. Right. And the show is he is on trial. And that's mixed with him doing police work, which I really don't understand. So he's not supposed to be doing police no, work. No, he's supposed to not have anything to do with other cases because it could all be dismissed. But he's constantly doing other cases. But he's constantly doing other cases. Because that's what he wants to do. But that's why he's putting other detectives' names on the case. Right, right. So that he can still do the case but not have all of the evidence he finds dismissed. Right. So basically they're all cheating off his paper. Yeah. Okay. You know, like the LAPD does. Exactly. They're, they're all cheats over there. But what I thought was a good way of giving us exposition was Mm -hmm. through the cross-examination of the trial. Mm -hmm. So they were able to give you the information like he used to be in the armed forces. And he did this and that and the other thing. Yeah, the exposition was the trial. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like it didn't feel as like Mm heavy-handed because it was in the natural course of this other thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm learning a lot about Hieronymus Bosch. Oh, Hieronymus. Named after the Dutch painter. Of okay, his mom was a sex worker. I'm not saying sex workers don't know this, but Hieronymus yeah. <laughs> is a is not very popular. Well, well, it's a very specific artist. What was yeah yeah the, yeah. So if, if you know Hieronymus Bosch, if you don't are not familiar with Hieronymus Bosch's work, it's a lot of like uh, the Garden of Earthly Delights yeah. and hell. It's very biblical stuff. Yeah. But also, like, there was lots of butts and, like, crazy stuff in these pictures. Very surreal. Yes. um, Crazy stuff. So, but what's weird is, like, the show also has his partner's name is J. Edgar. Yep. So we have a J. Edgar Hoover. We have Mm -hmm. Hieronymus Bosch. And they have all these, like, wacky, like, writer names. Yeah. You know, like, writers, we can never have just, like, the person be Joe Smith. No. It has to be something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So he's Hieronymus Bosch. We have J. Edgar. Their lieutenant's name's Billets, Mm -hmm. which is a military thing to, like, give refuge to, Mm -hmm. to soldiers. So it's like she's protecting him. Yeah. It's all very... You know, allegorical. Yes. In a way. Jane Goodman. <laughs> yeah, Jane yeah. Goodman. That's yeah. what we got. We got yeah. Mank, which means like a yeah. bad thing. Or whatever. Yeah. Well, the show is starring Titus Welliver as... Oh, they have it as Harry Bosch because they didn't want to like... They didn't want to go with Hieronymus. Hieronymus. Uh, Jamie Hector as Jerry Edgar. J. Edgar. Mm-hmm. We got Amy Aquino as Lieutenant Grace. There you go. Mm-hmm. Billets. Mm-hmm. Her grace is protecting yeah, them. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> and Lance Reddick, which was nice to see him. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Because I love him. Yeah, I do too. Uh, or as Irvin Irving. <laughs> That's a shit name. <laughs> yes, it is. This was released April 13th. Oh, I wrote 3018. Nice. So we can look forward to this in about a millennia. 
Uh, Excellent. The number one song. Or as people on the internet like to say, 100 years. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. It's like, wow, your math is so wrong. <laughs> uh, it, it, oh, yeah. Isn't there one yeah. going around? She's like, in like 60 years, you'll be born in the year 3000. Yeah, or something. it's like, what is wrong with you? Dummy. It doesn't just go from 2000 to 3000. <laughs> uh, it takes hundreds of years. The number, one, the number one song was God's Plan by Drake. And the number one movie was Rampage. I, I liked Rampage. Rampage was except fun. Except for the very end. But I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Rampage was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was the last movie we saw in the theater, I think. Oh, yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, because we gave up after that. Cause, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there was no point because, as we said last week, streaming services started putting out the movies within two weeks. So yeah, and we, have one, and we have one kid who has zero interest in sitting and watching oh, a movie. God, so yeah. it's too much of a hassle to try to, like, yeah. figure out a way to, like, get him to a movie and then you like you say it's like a hundred bucks to for a family of four to go to a movie yep. so it's like i'll just wait a couple, wait. Weeks. <laughs> couple weeks what did you expect going into bosch did you have any expectations um, coming into bosch no i just knew that it was probably a grizzled detective <laughs> i mean like that's <laughs> who all solves the... crimes and i said uh he's probably got extreme deductive and observation skills yeah that's yeah. <laughs> he's probably heightened in some way there you go yeah, there. I didn't have much more than that. I don't have a haiku. I noticed now. <gasps> I know, I know. I really messed wow, up. Wow, you this dropped the ball. Everybody time. looks forward to your haiku. I know. Everybody. Just... I mean, this is why people listen is for the haiku. Half the people just turn off the podcast after afterwards. Go, but... <laughs> yeah, because they just want the haiku. Just like ruminate <laughs> on it for a while. Just let it really simmer. Um, all I knew about Bosch is that people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. And that there's a guy with gray hair who's always looking at me on all, like, the covers and stuff. Yeah. It's, like, his very intense glare. But, like, other than that, I didn't know. I assumed he had some kind of power. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, it's a boring story. Right. Like, they all have a power that makes, like, like we've talked about, poker face, psych, all that stuff. So I assumed he had some kind of special power that made him better at his job than Mm -hmm. everybody else. But... Not really so much. I don't know. He seems to call things pretty early on, so I think he may have better observational deductive skills. I mean, this is kind of cop porn, <laughs> but only <laughs> only if you like Bosch. Because <laughs> the rest of the cops kind of suck. You know they do. Yeah, like we said, they're all cheating off his paper. Yeah. So if he's not there, they are accomplishing nothing. Yeah. Now the one thing I did not like okay. is him macking okay. on the okay. on the lady. Cop. Okay, okay. That, I was oh. not okay with this. Not stop asking out your fellow employees. Stop it. Well, and what's worst about it too is like there's definitely a power structure that was going on yeah, there. Yeah, because she's a rookie, a boot, and he's like a detective who apparently has a house in the hills. <laughs> You're jumping ahead. Okay, yes. I mean, that's a huge power difference there. Yeah, well, she's just there, and like she refers to herself as older, mm-hmm. but she's not like grizzled. Sorry. <laughs> she's not grizzled. She's not grizzled or anything. She's just like... <laughs> A woman who's not a child. <laughs> and um, he is probably in his 50s or so. Um, late 40s. Late 40s, you think? Early 40s. He's a hardcore smoker. 
Oh yeah, so it's like so it ages. It ages you. Smoking if this was a hundred years you. ago, he was like twenty-two. Yeah, exactly. If you see those pictures, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hard living. It's hard in living the, in the hills. <laughs> Hollywood Hills on your detective exactly. salary. So I'm thinking he's early forties. Okay. Oh, maybe. Okay, I can see. I can see that. Perhaps smoking ages you. Yeah, he goes out on a call about this bone that's been found, mm-hmm. and she comes in and. Everything about the way that whole dynamic went down was just it was, uncomfortable. Yeah, for yeah me. I, w- I was not cool with it. Like, he hid his own flashlight just so he could borrow her so that she would have to come with him. Yeah. Like, and it was like, ew, I don't like that. I don't Why like... are you trapping her? Yeah. Why are you coercing this woman? Or not coercing, that's the wrong word, but no, like. Trapping. Yeah, trapping this woman. Yeah. Like, Ask her out, I guess. But, but then even... he does, and the, but I mean, she's into it, which is, I guess, cool. But like, I didn't understand. But... <laughs> I didn't understand what was appealing about Bosch in terms of like. Yeah, because he's on trial for killing somebody. Exactly, and she's a lawyer. <laughs> we find out later that she used to be a lawyer yeah. who quit lawyering to be a, like a b cop. A b cop. Because <laughs> like I don't know. Again, this is like cop porn because she has like a whole. Like monologue of like what you do is so important. Cop work is so important. Yeah, she says <laughs> he's like he's being very dismissive. Like it's not a big deal, <laughs> and, and, and she's like, no, what you do, it counts. It matters. It matters. You take people off the board, and he's like, sometimes, if we're lucky, <laughs> and like it takes more than luck. It's your yeah. <laughs> should we just like do the episode? Yeah, yeah we should. We should like do it like this the whole. <laughs> so, yeah, but there was like nothing. My problem with Bosch as a person uh-huh. is he was very Joe Friday from right. Drag. There was. It did feel very noir to me. Oh, it is noir as f-. this is Dashiell Hammett. Yeah, this is Raymond Chandler. If you like old school noir, mm-hmm. you might like this. But I like old school noir. I didn't like this that much. Right, right, right. I, I find like Sam Spade's like more interesting, mm. or uh, um, or I'm trying to think of or, or Philip Marlowe. Like those guys, Bosch isn't that to me. He didn't <laughs> he didn't do that for me. But literally the first line of the show is, yeah, this is the first thing you hear. Gonna rain like a bastard tonight. <laughs> I think I've actually said that before, though. But yeah, have you ever like like, hey, honey, and then your voice drops. Gonna it's rain. gonna rain like a bastard tonight. It's good. We need it. <laughs> and then he says, and then he says, it washes away all the filth. He says that. He says that. And I was like, oh crap, this is going full noir. Yeah, he says that, and I was like, oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is this what we're watching? <laughs> like. I was like, but I don't. Fortunately, fortunately, that all drops off. It does. <laughs> it doesn't keep that way. Because I, that was my literally my first note. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I can handle this hard boiled yeah. voiceover for 50 minutes. Yeah, me either. I, like, it I, drop, but it drops off real fast. Again, if this is Raymond Chandler, or if yeah. this is Dashiell Hammett, then I understand. That's mm-hmm. conventions of the uh, of the genre. Yeah, I, I get that, and that's from a hundred, almost a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. But like. 
homeboy from like 2018 <laughs> saying like <laughs> like that. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I could just. The only thing I had going for him, for me, mm-hmm. was Bosch had a very Anthony Bourdain vibe to him. Yeah, yeah. And all I really wanted was, was Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. <laughs> yes. I wanted Anthony Bourdain. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. This is reminiscent of Anthony Bourdain. If Anthony Bourdain was like a, a, a homicide detective, that's what this show would have been. Yeah. I that kind of that kind of helped me. Yeah. But well, honestly, I didn't even like the character of Bosch until, like I said, the last ten minutes. Yes. And y- then I really liked the way the episode ended. Did you? I did. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to talk about how that ended? Because again, like we said, he's on trial this whole time, mm-hmm. and it, and when he's not busy being on trial, he's like solving crimes for other yeah, people. Yeah. Because he has to stay busy, otherwise his past comes back to haunt, haunt him. him. Like he has a wife that is presumably dead. Wait, he's got a wife? Yeah, well he has pictures of that woman on his desk that he like kind of puts his hand on. Oh, I think maybe those might be like first victims that he never solved for. Oh, really? You think so? I think so. Where do you think he gets his money from? At one point Lieutenant Grace <laughs> Billet threatens him. She's like uh, if you don't stop f-ing around, Bosch, you're going to get kicked down to auto theft and you're going to be in a one bedroom apartment eating Pop Tarts and ramen know, noodles. I'm like, why would he lose all just, his money? I don't know where he gets his money because there's no money in helping prostitutes. Yeah. None. I'm there's no say money that in law out. enforcement unless you're crooked. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say that flat out. Nobody gives a shit about sex workers. See, and that's why they're like mostly victims. Yeah. And so nobody gets paid enough to take care of them. Yeah. To help them out. I, you know, it's one thing that always makes me angry, of mm-hmm. course, is, is how nobody gives a shit. And, and they are so important to our society, too. What, in fact, I'm, I'm reading a, a book like this right mm-hmm. now where this is where I would expect in terms of his money. Mm-hmm. Is usually in these types of stories, whether they be like crime procedurals or mm-hmm. romance novels, in the case of what I'm reading right now, uh-huh, <laughs> um, if you have a cop who has money, mm-hmm. it's family money. Yeah. And usually they're like, I had my family had money, but I like went against their wishes because I wanted to be a cap and yeah. s- help save the day. And I understood that. And I was like, okay, so Bosch maybe comes from money. No, he doesn't. But he absolutely does not because, no. as you say, when he's cross-examined at the end, we find out that his mother was a prostitute who mm-hmm. died when he was 12, and then he was raised in the system until he was 18. So I'm like, right. okay, well, he definitely is not like from wealth. Yeah. Exactly. How does he have this money? I don't know because he did several tours. So he was a soldier, uh, special forces. But I don't think special forces has that enough. It uh, makes that much money to live in the L.A. No. hills. No, 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 Like, no. I think they, they do good. They, yeah. They make really good money. But right. not enough to live in Hollywood Hills. Yeah, we're talking about the hills. He has a view. He has, he has a view. He has a view. Like yeah. one of those huge glass houses that you see in Hollywood Hills. Yeah. That's the house he has. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's explained in the novel. Maybe it's explained in other episodes. But it's very weird. It's very weird. To like, go uncommented upon. It's yeah. like, like the fact that his name is Hieronymus Bosch and no one's yeah. ever like, like the painter? <laughs> like Or like my partner's name is J. Edgar. Like the like director of the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, I live in a house in the Hollywood Hills. What? I'm a detective. Of course. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> what? 
Yeah, so it was weird when she was like threatening him, like you're gonna be in this one bedroom apartment. I'm like, what happened? Oh, how does he? So have he so much literally, money? so literally, his from his salary, yeah. he's affording this place because he's also like killed other people in the line of duty before too. So you can assume that the department's been sued before for millions of dollars. Well, how does he afford this house then? Why is he so beloved by the LAPD? Because when the first thing Lance Reddick says to him when he finds the guy shot is like. Not again, Bosh. (laughs) Such a beautiful man. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so so tragic. Yeah, I know. And he was great in Resident Evil. Oh, my God. He was great in Resident Evil. That show got canceled, and unfortunately, he died. But, I mean, like, that, I still like that show. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. You know, this is not a fun show. No. (laughs) This is not fun. No. But apparently, it's a Christmas show. Oh, yeah, it turns out it was thematically appropriate. It's like when I watched Son-in-Law the week of Thanksgiving. I was like, this is a Thanksgiving movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the show does start with a a white cop killing a man of color Mm -hmm. (laughs) or minority. Yeah person unarmed but he shoots them in the front so you were you were you were like at least he looked them in the eye at when least he, did he looked them in the eye when he did it because like this whole shooting people in the back that's that's bullshit yeah that's bullshit yeah you know shooting buddy in the back coward coward cowardly yeah it's crazy that like he how is he so successful i don't he's know he's just going around murdering people yeah yeah, the, the apartment's constantly being sued. Mm-hmm. He's front page news of like maniacal cops. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And there's no, oh, oh, and the woman that he's flirting with is named Brasher, by the way. That's another. That's her name, Brasher? Yeah, her name's Brash. Brasher. And what we should say about the, this thing is like, so he gets called. I liked a- her freckles. Yeah, I did like her her freckles as well. Yeah. I, I She was not um, what you would. Like traditionally cast in that role, I suppose. Mm, yeah, they usually have blondes. Yeah, it's usually like, like Usher. From, yeah, like Usher. You know. Yeah. But she was good in Usher too because they didn't overdo it with her makeup or anything. Yeah, it was she, very it was, natural. It was very natural makeup, which I definitely. I did like that about Brasher too. Mm-hmm. She she's a cop. She's yeah. not like made up like. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. So she's like, got her hair in a low ponytail. Yeah, I like that. I did too. Because I did too. It's like you're not gonna like go out with your false eyelashes on to solve crimes or walk the beat. I just hated the flirting. And like you said, he was doing it under false pretenses. He's in a position of power. And the date, such Mm -hmm. as it is, is to find the bones of a dead child. Yeah. like He's like, maybe I can make some time with this woman. Wow, that's hot. Maybe I can flirt with this woman while we look for this child that was abused and killed. Yeah, fun. I guess guess when you're What a good time. I guess if, like... That's what you have. I mean, I guess the same as you taking me on roller coasters, right? You you want to get that adrenaline going. <laughs> you want to get that going. adrenaline. That way you're trapped forever. I was like, I got to get that fight or flight in yeah. you, and then I'm the protective entity. That's right. That's right. That way you form an immediate bond. <laughs> that's it. Guys, by the way, that it's true. That's true. It's true. It's a trauma bond. Trauma bond. So, yeah. So I was really confused about whether he was working, probably not working. why we're still together. <laughs> still have that fear inside of you. <laughs> Oh, one one other little noiry thing he does say at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like this exchange. <laughs> I did like this exchange. So they find the body of this kid or the bones of this kid. He's been buried for like 20, 25 years, something like yeah. that. They're <laughs> trying to get it under 25 years so it doesn't become a cold case. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. way he can still go after it. Yes. And he says, every murder is a tale of the city. <laughs> and then someone says, who said that? Yeah. And he's like. I don't know. Somebody. Somebody. 
I'm like, what? What does that even mean? Because, like, my Stop thought. Stop being stupid. Because, like, because, like, I totally thought he was going to be like, I did, you know, yeah. or whatever, which would have been lame, too. But, like, for him to be like, I don't know, somebody. <laughs> somebody said that. Uh-huh. Um, Made sense to me when I was thinking it. Now that I've said it out loud, it sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> what came out of my mouth, I realized. I was like, wait a second. This Ooh, is a no. No, this is a no. This is a big no. Sounds better on paper. So you want to go get a martini? <laughs> We found a child's body in the dirt today. Let's go have a K party. That's a kill party for those of you who don't yeah, know. Yeah, they had a K. But I like when she was like, he's like, it wasn't a celebration. Someone died. And but she, there was a mariachi band. And he's like, see, there was a mariachi band there that night. Okay. And considering that the person that died was Mexican. Yeah. Going to a Mexican restaurant feels very insensitive. Oh, God. With a mariachi band. Can you imagine? Can you imagine these cops just drinking? And they're, it's most likely all white dudes. Most likely. All with their salt and pepper hair. Yeah. And like, there's like a mariachi band behind them. Like they're the three amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's funnier when you think about it. Yeah. It doesn't happen in the show. Yeah. Um, because that would be ridiculous. Uh, he's kind of a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he likes jazz seems to be his predominant trait. <laughs> yeah, well, well, when you say, okay, so let's get to the part that like, so like 10 minutes towards the end. Mm-hmm. He's on trial and the prosecutor is cross-examining him. And all she does, you say this out loud, you're like, all you're doing is proving that he's a good person. Yeah, that he actually cares for the victims that he's trying to find justice for. Because she's like, all these people that died that you think this man killed mm-hmm. were prostitutes. And he's like, yep, that's right. And she's like, your mother was a prostitute. He's like, and yes. He, he's like, yes. And she's like, and how did she die? And he's like, she, she was, was murdered. murdered. And how old were you? 12. Yeah. And... You're like, yeah, you're just proving that he has a vested interest. I care about these marginalized group that I care and I want to see justice be done in their name. Honestly, it was that exchange that made me like him. Exactly. Up until that point. Up until that point, I was like, oh, yeah, another boring detective. Because there really wasn't much to his personality up until that point. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it was very Joe Friday, understated. Like, there was nothing there mm-hmm. that I could get grab onto. Like, I'm like, I want to follow this guy. Like, do something, watch Reacher. Like, mm-hmm. there's a charm about Reacher that you're like, I like this guy. He had to save yeah. the cat moment when mm-hmm. he, like, saved that woman. Yeah. Bosch doesn't have that. No. You know, he kills a man in the beginning, mm-hmm. and how you feel about it is really how you feel about cops. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. if you feel like, Cops are great. You're like, good, he took a bad guy off the street. If you don't like cops, you're like, that guy just shot an unarmed man. Yeah. (laughs) Like a a minority. So not great. Mm -hmm. You know, so so basically my impression of Bosch is like, I really don't like you. Yep. And you're flirting with this woman, Mm -hmm. and I don't like how you're doing that. It was very icky up until the last 10 minutes, and that's when I actually liked the show. Yeah, and that was when I was like, so his money isn't inherited. Okay. Yeah, because there's no way. <laughs> so then they go to the morgue. Unless the sex worker is Jeff Bezos' girlfriend. Wait, what? <laughs> Come on, the only oh, reason you're oh, dating we're, we're... him is for his billions. Oh, yeah, of You're course. basically a sex worker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they go to the morgue, 
And that guy who works at the morgue is wild. Wild. He looks like someone who used to play bass guitar for mm-hmm. some, like, Steely Dan cover band. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, looking at this body. He's explaining, like, the fractures and mm-hmm. everything like that. And they're like, and Bosch is like, so how'd the kid die? And the morgue guy's like, no. No, let me tell you how he lived. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was no. all of the child abuse. He, you know, he goes through it for like five minutes of he how to horribly a... abused this child was. He wants to create a narrative, like a yeah. story to build and to was, a climax. And I was like, whoa, wait a second, coroner. Just the facts, man. Just tell me how he died, please. You just can get facts. into all the arm <laughs> breakages and everything like that later. But like, I just want to know how he died. He's like, yeah. no way. <laughs> Let me tell you the story of how he lived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we don't need a climax. It reminds me, like, uh, years and years ago, I was at a, um, as I was in a 7-Eleven. I was lost. Yeah. I was trying, I've told you this, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. But I was lost, and I went into 7-Eleven to get directions and to get, like, a drink or something mm-hmm. like that. Probably a pack of cigarettes, because I smoked at the time. And while I was waiting in line, the store was robbed by a kid, mm-hmm. and it was scary and he left and we all had to wait around for the cops and we all had to give our statements and i started like giving my statement and it was like very wordy and like a story and the cop looked at it he's like just tell me what happened you know like (laughs) he's like just just give me the facts like you don't the stars were twinkling (laughs) you know like i have rising action the characters like (laughs) i'm like giving background details and stuff Mm. like the guy's like so did the guy come in point a gun at the guy what was he wearing what was he wearing (laughs) you know (laughs) what was his ethnicity give me just just give me what you knew what you saw uh, not your feelings. We don't need haikus here. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how this morgue guy kind of does it. And as he's going through this, Bosch is having like flashbacks of himself as a child. I did not think we needed to actually see that kid get clobbered at the end. No, no, we did not. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. They show a shot of the man. Lifting the baseball bat. At a child, and you see the kid's arm come up, just like how they said, like, It was a defensive wound. The defensive wound. And it cuts back to Bosch, and he's having, like, a panic attack because he's having memories of this stuff. And then it flashes back one more time just to show the the club down. The baseball bat hits the kid. And you hear the kid go, ow! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I was like, what the that wasn't necessary. We knew it was coming down. Yeah, we didn't need to see this the bat come down. Yeah, we didn't need any more. That's when it. That's when it becomes gratuitous. Mm-hmm. We knew you can visualize in your imagination. Yeah. What happens next? Yeah, exactly. It was enough. You didn't have to cut back. And then the most crazy thing happened of all. Mm-hmm. The show ended. Ends. It just ends. We don't find out who killed the kid. No, we don't get we the don't cause fi- of death. We don't find out how the trial ended. We don't find out anything. Nothing. It just ends. And I was like, I like that ending. <laughs> oh, I hated it. I hated it so much because I was like. I like it because it's like, oh, well, now you have to watch the next episode. Yeah, I get that. I, I appreciate a cliffhanger because it keeps you motivated to watch more. See, I didn't feel like that was a cliffhanger, though. Mm. I felt it just it was a just a cut. Right. Like, there was no self-contained... Like, I feel like every every chapter, every episode... This is, a, again, going into our pacing uh, thing that we always talk about with these shows. should have a, a story structure to it. Right. And this just, like, ended, like, 
basically mid-sentence, and it didn't give me the sense of completion within the episode. It didn't make me necessarily want to see more. I was more just angry. I'm like, but you didn't give me the cause of death. Well, we need to travel back to 2018. Counterpoint. Everything was a binge show. Right. You were supposed to watch them one right after the other in 2018. Right. That was the whole point. Like, I remember the publisher I was working with at the time was like, what's really rough about books right now is that they're not binge worthy. So you have to kind of end them constantly Mm -hmm. and have them constantly going out Mm -hmm. to make them a binge worthy episode. And I think that's how Bosch was set up. Right. You have to watch the next one. Yeah. Because it's a binge show. It's not a contained show like your standard procedurals. Right. Now, they don't do that anymore. No. It's getting back to individual episodes right. now instead of bang, bang, bang. I just, yeah, I guess I get that. It does feel. It's definitely a product of its time. It feels like there was, again, there was no structure to the episode, so it felt like a full episode. Mm-hmm. And I understand ending things on a cliffhanger to make you want to watch more. Mm-hmm. But this really felt like this was filmed as like a six hour whatever show. Mm-hmm. And. When they got to the, it's 44 minutes and 33 seconds mark, they just took scissors and went, clip, that's yeah, it. Yeah, well, they did that with a lot of shows back uh, during, what was it, 2015, 2019? Mm-hmm. Those few years? They yeah. did that with basically every show that was made then. I don't know. I just felt like there could have been more to make it feel more cohesive mm. in that ending. Do you want to hear what other people had to say about this show? I mean, sure, why not? This is from Sanity Cakes. This has got the wrong actor. Mm. Uh, So do the books have him being tall, dark, and handsome? (laughs) Michael, Michael, Michael. The name of the writer, the author. Michael Connolly? Yeah. Sorry, guys, but you got the part of Harry so wrong. But Michael Connolly... Did the teleplay? Yeah, so clearly he he was like. I'm sure he had some input on on who was actor. I think they chose a fine actor, but maybe it's because I haven't read the books. I mean, like, is this like a thing where Tom Cruise doesn't work as Reacher kind of deal? Because he doesn't have hams for fists. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) glazed hams. Mm. Mm. Honey glazed. Uh, Should here you go. Here's who Harry should have been. Vincent D'Onofrio. Ew, no, 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 no. That dude gives me the wig. I cannot watch anything that he's in. He <laughs> freaks me out. I don't know how I would feel. I don't have a problem with Vincent D'Onofrio as an actor or anything like that. But I don't know how I would feel if he were the Bosch in this. Right. I can't. I can't. I can't. It says he's the right. I wouldn't have been able to watch this episode. He's, they say he's the right size, age, and look of Harry in my mind anyway. How do you feel about Bosch's sideburns? They're fine. I hated him. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> okay. I just don't like him, I guess. Okay, I, don't know. I guess you just don't like him. I didn't have a problem with him. Uh, <laughs> the sideburns just, I didn't, it didn't <laughs> go for me. Uh, the series has made Harry out to be Harry Callahan, and dirty Harry, he isn't. Do an actor change. Oh, yeah, just like, let's just, we're going to refilm the, we're going <laughs> to digitally take out <laughs> Titus Welliver and put in Vincent D'Onofrio for Sanity Cakes. Do an actor change and stick to the book's storyline. Start with the first Bosch novel and make readers fall in love with Harry on screen. You have the best material to work with and a great chance to make a wonderful series. Please don't give your readers this guy to watch. If he was all you could get, you should have played him yourself, Mr. Connolly. What? 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 
Wow, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> you, you didn't play him right, uh, like in The Shining. So it's like, <laughs> Stephen King, you should have played that character. <laughs> Such a long time to wait to be disappointed. It's like Tom Cruise's Jack Reacher all over again. Oh my God, was it the same reviewer? I don't think so. <sighs> AJK Biotech hmm. says, Bosh, hyphen, the best. <laughs> Bosh is just the very best. Amy Aquino, she was a year ahead of me at Harvard, and we're both from Philly. She's from Lower Marion. I'm Haverford School. Okay. So we're both mainline educated. Oh, my God. It's, okay, wait. It's these assholes who have to put in their school and their degree within everything that they're talking about. He's, like, we had a neighbor who, in every single conversation, yep. it didn't matter what you were talking about, putting up Christmas decorations, mowing the lawn, she'd be like, well, I have a degree in child psychology. And, like, she would have been <laughs> well out of college at this point. Yeah. It wasn't like she just graduated, no. like, last month. No, it's been, like, 15, 20 years. And every, and every conversation, no matter what you were talking about, dogs. Yeah. Ain't no matter what. I have a degree in child psychology. Well, and this person's from Harvard, and people from Harvard oh, are notorious. Love talking about that they're from Harvard. Yeah, yeah. So, so. And whenever I, they say that, I'm like, oh, is that a community school <laughs> up in like what New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> they get real angry. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, Bosch has a fixation on great jazz. I got to admit, he likes all the right jazz. What? Including Art Pepper. Hey, I'd like to say. All jazz is wrong jazz. I love that this person is like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a tent. I like jazz. I hate it. He also has like a $50,000 system. Those are Macintosh tube amps wired into mono for each of his oh, killer speakers. Good. This person is the most boring human on the planet. I won't even on his exquisite turntable. As for his taste in jazz, it's perfect. So, so far, this person has given a 10-star review because one of the actors went to Harvard. <laughs> and, and the turntables are amazing. He has a 50, now, But now we, I know Bosch has a $50,000 turntable in his house on the hills. What does he make? How does Corrupt he get this money? Corrupt as hell. Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> oh, here you go. Bosch has the coolest pad in all of L.A., some kind of tort settlement made him rich. Oh, here we go. A tort settlement? What's a tort settlement? Oh, that's some sort of, like, law. Yeah. So something uh, happened that he, he ended up getting. Okay. Combined a $50,000 stereo, a classic jazz LP collection, and a $5 million view of L.A. Yeah, that would have to be a huge settlement, though. And basically, you have the life the way Mr. Mojo Ryzen envisioned it. So wait, wait, wait. Yep. So he gets his money from a settlement. Then how can she tell him that he's going to be in a one-room apartment? Exactly. Eating ramen and Eating a Pop-Tart. Eating ramen and Pop-Tart if it was a settlement. Because it's, he's not getting sued. Like, he's not going to be liable. Yeah. He, like, for the cost. It's the department. The department's yeah. going to get charged, right? Yeah. Am I, or am I missing something? No. No. Yeah. The department's getting charged. Yeah. Yeah, so... The, the settlement still doesn't make sense of how he got his money. Yeah, so he won't be... He won't be... He's not dependent on his detective salary for, for his, his way home. of life. Yeah, exactly. So, therefore, even if she he does get put down to some menial mm -hmm. job in the department, he's still going to be living it up. Yeah, exactly. He could be a beat cop, and he's still living in a $5 million pad because exactly. that money has nothing to no. do with his career. Absolutely nothing. Still nothing about the actual show. Did we give this a 10-star review, okay, by the okay. way? Run. Point four. The scripts and music are all neo-noir. This is like watching Chandler or Kane. It's fantastic. Musso and Franks don't get better than this. 
Well, not often. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, I've changed my mind. I'm, I don't like this show. <laughs> you don't like this show? No. Because of the turntables? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> of this douchebag. Uh, uh, there's a, I don't want to be anywhere near this You guy. don't want to be like this one. Uh, there's a daughter, apparently, that's going to show up in season seven, apparently. Uh, the script in script and direction are excellent. Season seven is Bosch's apotheosis. Superb. Oh, Jesus. Titus Welliver owns this role. He is Harry Bosch, not Vincent D'Onofrio. His performance are just perfectly pitched. Three words from him do the work of 30 from any other actor. And that's, uh, I could go on ad infinitum about every character actor, guest star, and great actor over the various seasons. This guy's such a tool. Can we move on? (laughs) This is your favorite person on Earth. No. It's your favorite show and your favorite, oh, this was written by you. (laughs) Uh, Blah, 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 blah. This guy just Uh. like... He, he and then the guy writing this got off and moved on with his life. Okay. So would you uh, greenlight the show? I think yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Or are you gonna watch more? No. Why not? Because I don't like that douchebag who wrote the review. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be in that fan club. You're not. You you're not that. You're not this person. No, definitely not. You hate Harvard. You hate jazz. <laughs> you hate cool pads in L.A. with awesome turntables. True that. You're not this guy. No. So you can watch the show if you want. You it won't make you this. <laughs> you could be this. I mean, I went to, but I don't drop that in every conversation. You know, somehow you just did it right now, yeah. though. Boom! After like <laughs> five years of podcasting, <laughs> I uh, thought the show was fine. Mm. I I'm not in love with it. If you were to say I want to watch more, mm-hmm. I would watch them. Right. I could see that perhaps. It would become more something I would be into as it goes on. Right. It didn't win me with the first episode. Let's say that. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like, and if I had nothing else to watch, like right now we're kind of in a lull of TV shows. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, yeah, let's watch some Bosch over lunch or whatever. No, we got Christmas shows coming up. Uh, we've got to watch a whole bunch of Christmas movies. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But I'm just saying. I mean, I got my Star Wars holiday special coming up. Got to watch it four times. Got to watch it at least four times. I love it so much. The Star Wars holiday special <laughs> is actually good, guys. It, no, well. <laughs> no. Well, I should, maybe I shouldn't say that. It is something... It's something you will never see anywhere else. Yes. And that's what makes it very, well, special. It's so crazy. Like It's so people messed don't get... up. It's so bad. It's so unique. It's so original that, like, I have to keep watching it because, again, it's not the same vomited stuff. It, it, it feels to me, to put this in the perspective of how I can maybe illustrate this, but maybe people won't understand. But um, it's kind of like how people give Paul McCartney a lot of crap for writing, like, soft lyrics. And we're like, mm. he's not very... But it's like, no, though, he actually is very, very uh, right. avant-garde. Yeah. George Lucas feels the same way to me. People kind of dismiss him as, like, childish mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, fairy tale. But I'm like, no, what he f***ing does mm-hmm. is crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're like, oh, 
Paul McCartney with his grandpa music, mm-hmm. like old granny music about serial killers who kill you with hammers. I'm like, he wrote a song about a serial killer <laughs> when he was in the biggest band on earth and it's written like an old jazz, like, yeah. like crazy old big band song. That's crazy. It's nuts. And like George Lucas is like, I had the biggest movie ever. Yeah. I'm going to do a television special where for the first 20 minutes, there is no dialogue anyone can understand. It's just Wookiees jerking it. It's just Wookiees jerking it to <laughs> Diane Carroll. It's awesome. It's wild, guys. It's wild. So, like, so, like, that's how I would say. So, you really have to appreciate it on the, I'm like, this person's working on a totally mm-hmm. different wavelength than all of us. Yeah. And no, it's not good. No, no. But it's like, you gotta, like, it's no so one will original. ever do that no again. No one will ever do this again. No ever. one. Ever. You know. This is very original. Yeah. Very original. It, so, it, it's just, uh, I don't know. So, watch the holiday special. Mm-hmm. And the commercials are Fantastic. I love watching. I like every year I like to go onto YouTube and find like all these like holiday commercials from years past. They always fill me with nostalgia. Yeah. Because I'm like really a sucker for capitalism. I'm just like, sell it to me. Sell it to me. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, you all know we're big capitalist fans. (laughs) Huge. Huge. Yeah, that's how I feel about Bosch. It's it's fine. I wouldn't not recommend it. If it wasn't for that review, I'd say it's pretty good. If you like, um, you know, kind of a noir, like, heavy detective show. It's different than Reacher. It's yeah. obviously different than like all the other shows we always mention. Monk, Psych, yeah. Poker Face, all that stuff. It's more grown up, I suppose. Gritty. You could say. Gritty. Yeah, it's gritty. It's got mom and dad humor in it. Yeah, old, but like not, old people. But not like, not like cool, hip, young mom no, and dads like us. Like old people. Like humor. old people. Like, <laughs> like the olds. Like, like the olds. Uh, like, like Biden would think it's funny. Oh, he would think, <laughs> he was like, oh, that rapscallion, uh, he's so funny. Um, yeah. Any, anyway, it's, I, well, I don't know, guys. Watch it or not. I don't care. No, I don't care. We're, we're just laying this out. I know. I, I just, I don't feel passionate about it one way or the other. I don't other. either. I just think it's pretty good, but yeah. I'm not going to continue watching it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, you know, maybe for you. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, it's not like one of those shows I'm like, avoid it like a fucking plague. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's not enough to have me keep Amazon video. Yeah, exactly. I like having, you know, some levity in with all of my depravity. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm <laughs> not going to try to like binge all these seasons mm-hmm. plus Bosch Legacy or whatever yeah. it is. Just so maybe that's his daughter who's now solving crimes. Maybe that's why it's the that's legacy. What, that's why it's called legacy, yeah. And that's why there's a woman on the cover. Well, do you think that's do you think that's a separate thing than Bosch Legacy? I think it might be. I think it's a spin-off. Right? Do you want to do that next week? Ew. Not if it's not a spin-off. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to just be like more of this. I'm more yeah. Let's okay, no. We're doing all Amazon originals and Bosch Legacy is a freebie. Okay. So, so what do what do you what do you want to do next week then? For... Uh what's your list? Uh, hold on just a moment. Did you know, guys, Amazon now takes Snap benefits? <laughs> just saying. If you guys have Snap, you can buy some stuff on Amazon now. Because, you know, Amazon takes money from everybody. Amazon f***ing sucks. Oh, man, do you know they're charging us for white noise now on every single device we have? Yeah. yeah That's we some use... bullshit. So I'm going to, like, get rid of all of this. You're not taking another f***ing dime. Okay. So I have Wheel of Time, The Wilds, Jury Duty, The End of Love, Upload, 
Three Pines, Them, The Power, Outer Range, The Peripheral, Night Sky, The Terminal List, Paper Girls, Undone, Truth Seekers, The Summer I Turned Pretty. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to think... do upload because that's going to piss me off. However, uh, there is one thing about Amazon that I am pretty happy about. Is that? They're making sure that their asses are covered when AI becomes illegal for artwork. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It is funny, actually, guys. It is. It's really funny. Because they're like, oh, no, this is on the uh, author themselves. We we have nothing to do with this. We asked if it was AI, and they said no. Yeah, they're covering... I mean, like, that's it, the thing yeah. about, like, corporate... When you start seeing corporations start doing this kind of sh- you know something's about to come down. Yeah, you know they, that they, the stuff that they're trying to ignore is illegal. Yeah, th- yeah. like, they're like, oh, we're going to need to cover our butts because I mm-hmm. see where this is going. Yeah. Or I have contacts in Washington. This is yeah. where this is going. Let's start covering ourselves now so mm-hmm. we don't have problems later. Yeah. Leave it to the other people yeah, to get in trouble for this. Exactly. I'm so happy because there's so and many. And did you say they were starting there. to take AI stuff down? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially the ones with Henry Cavill on the cover. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I have a vote for a show next week. Okay. But I don't know what's there's a one of the shows I said there was Outer Range. Okay. I think it's an alien invasion show. Ooh, I like those. That's maybe. <laughs> I don't know if this is right. Uh, I want to say it was like an alien invasion show set like on like a cattle ranch or something like that. Now that's fun. I mean, what? Cowboys and aliens? That's my jam. Cowboys and aliens, guys. Don't sleep on it. It was a good movie. Love it. I love genre mixes. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know if that's exactly right. I might be misremembering. Well, then let's do that. Let's do that because that's that's my prediction for outer range. That makes sense with the title. Yeah, I think I I think that's what it is. So we're gonna try that next week. You know, next week on Tuesday, where we can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud, piloting your pi- uh, pilots wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, you can contact us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I wish I could have been more effusive about Bosch. I just didn't feel you anything. It's a show. I feel nothing. <laughs> I feel nothing. I don't know. I think we talked about it just fine. All right, great. Moving on. Out of range next week. See you then. Love you. Bye. Bye.